What it is, what is up, what is good, gamers? This is Shona71, and your auditory canals are tuned in to episode 132 of the Gaming Vessels podcast. As usual, I am not in the digital studio alone. Along with me, we've got my partisan crime. First up, we got Dez, aka the Bay Area Terror, aka the High Res Hater, aka Cat Daddy, aka Gamer Step Daddy. What's going on, bro? Not much. Just uh, happy to be here talking to all you fantastic people about the hobby we love, gaming. So, yeah, yeah, I'm happy to be here. Indeed, indeed. And of course, our show is a no-go without Trader Joe, a.k.a. the Food Max of Gaming, who can maximize your gaming dollar. How's it going, man? Not bad, man. Uh, just enjoying uh, another summer weekend huddled inside. I love it. So. <laughs> <laughs> well, you don't want to burn up, dude. So. Oh, oh I know. This white skin will just go seriously red and burnt in just, the, in the, just burst into flames, poof. You know it. So. <laughs> sound like so a no, sound like a Lord of the Rings character. It's the white skin, <laughs> <laughs> combustible in the sun. Oh no! Mm. I'm gonna have to like swim in Coppertown just to make it out alive. <laughs> so, so he's a White Walker. <laughs> Run around. Nah, Blow I'm up. pretty good. I, I got like a tan driver arm, so I mean that's a good tan driver it. arm. There you go. <laughs> yeah, you know it. Mm-hmm. Heck, heck, I still get that sometimes. And I'm black, so yeah. So <laughs> <I>. so. <laughs> all right, all right, folks. Well, as usual, the first topic on the docket is going to be the playlist. So, Joe, we'll start with you, man. What you been playing? Uh, just more Fantasy Star Online 2, New Genesis. So, um, up to level 19 in both of my character classes, both Fighter and... Uh, trying to think of the name of the other one, but I'm drawing a blank. But uh, you know it, right, Des? Uh, Hunter? Hunter, there you go. Ooh, I don't know why I forgot that, but hey, blame that old age. So, <laughs> I was uh, like, okay. Yeah, uh, level 19 on uh, the Hunter and level 18 on the Fighter. So just uh, doing a lot of my dailies, my weeklies, and uh, you know, kind of waiting for the next content drop to kind of occur on there. Um, you know, we've gotten up to the point where we could fight level tier two like enemies and do some waves and that kind of stuff. But it's just a lot of grinding on there and probably more grinding than what I need to do in the game given the fact that they're drip-feeding content, if need be. But still good to get leveled up in anticipation for more uh, content to be released in August on there. We're going to have a, what, a Braver um, class to be able to play with, along with some additional story content. So I'm kind of gearing up for that. Me and Desmond played a little bit. What's your impressions of the game this time around, Des? Still good. I mean, that's the only thing that I've played this week, honestly was was that um i i like to be able to just hop in what i like about the game is is it there's no like um at this point 
at this point, it has become a, a way to relax. Um, that is is kind of what it's become now. Um, like Joe said, we've done all the content. At least I think we've done all the content uh, now. And at this point, it is about leveling up and and uh, preparing for when the Braver releases and the new content packs that will be coming in August. Um, and then and then we'll see what happens. Um, but at this point, what I like about it is you can just jump in and you can just relax with it. Like we can just chat about our day while we're going around killing stuff. Um, and because the combat is really kind of fluid, um, you don't really need, it doesn't really pull a lot of your attention and there's no combos or anything like that. Um, but I'm finding now that um, I follow this guy on uh, on YouTube, and he is an like an OG uh, Fantasy Star fan, and so he 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 just knows a lot. He, he's one of those people that does a lot of testing for the game for like people who want to you know increase increase their DPS and all this other stuff. So so um, it's kind of digging into the um, the meta of the game about meta sets and what you can do and how you can build your characters and stuff like that is 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 now what I feel Joe and I are moving into. At least I can only see for myself, I guess, but I feel Joe's going there too because I'm kind of bringing him with me. But but it's sort of like this this meta version of getting like meta sets now of weapons and of guns and and that makes it kind of cool. And then there's always the drops because you do these giant boss battles and then you have to see what your what your drop is going to be um uh in order to get weapons that correspond with your class and armor that corresponds with the way that you want to play your class so there's just a little bit of nuances that are popping up that that i'm really enjoying uh for the game still so at this point uh game's still fun um i want to play it more you know and and i do you know and we do play it more so so that was really kind of the game that i that, that i played in most of the um the thoughts that I that I had about it. Um, are you sort of at that point? I mean, it sounds like you are, Joe. Um, I sent you that um, that uh, weapon. Sorry, that armor guide. You know, and, and the and the um, video about armors and and wep- the armor and weapon guides. But are you kind of getting there as well? Yeah, I think so. I mean, pretty much. Uh, you know, to me, it's less. It's more of jumping in, uh, doing some waves, going fight, fighting some tier two enemies. Uh, you know, obviously, uh, one thing we haven't really talked about is that if you go to particular areas, um, there's like these icons, like a T for uh, quests. Yeah, yeah, it's like these uh, groups of enemies, and and what you're doing basically is you're going from one set of enemies to the next on the map to trigger what's called a uh, burst on there there's like a oh. meter and what happens is that oh, once you elevate the meter you'll wind up uh, elevating the amount of rare drops and then from there once you um basically get to the max on the meter then that's where you encounter a burst and then a level 15 enemy comes out um possibly a veteran and then you're able to obviously you know sometimes uh, get a rare drop on there and a rare drop could be an armor module it could be a weapon on there sometimes you're stuck especially maybe in a hunter and a and uh 
fighter on there that uh, you know might be a wand or something for a character class I don't roll with on there. And sometimes what I've been doing with those is I haven't been selling them because you don't really get a lot of money from selling materials in this game. You get uh, it's more like I threw it in my vault and saved it for later, basically just in case if I want to roll with that class or you know yep. at least have a it all decent... gets fodder for me. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. Uh, to it's me, all it's all upgrade. It's all upgrade fodder to me at this point. I do. If I'm, so, I'm, I'm, if I'm, if I'm selling it for only a hundred meseta, it's like okay, this is a rare drop. So you know, it's like you know, there's no. no I, I, those rare drops, I specifically make, make um, I, I specifically use them to, to uh, up my weapons and stuff, and you gotcha. know, making multiple weapons, multi weapons, and, and um, it's yeah, been but, really, it's been really fun you know yeah. that 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 weapon grind has been has been a lot of fun yeah that's one another loop is but you know the thing about it is i can't take a weapon from another class and use it to grind my hunter or fighter weapons unfortunately so they that's can. why i no you can't no um, again you can you can turn all those old weapons and and increases another one of your weapons no it's great out it's great out dude i swear to god no you you can i've been using all these old weapons to you pick your weapon that you want and then you use all the old weapons in order to 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 increase its um its attack and, and its power okay i'll just uh, show you well, how to do it okay sounds good we'll talk we'll talk off air yeah that? offline yeah I'll take it off. yes. <laughs> uh, as far as what else i've been playing i've been playing uh, a great video game golf game and that is not mario golf super rush i'm playing Ooh everybody's golf um mario golf you know just like kev brought it back to gamestop i i wanted to try to get tough dollar so it's on ebay right now as we speak so wow on there so you know i'm trying to extract every dollar out, out of it so i don't have to say i i took a 20 dollar loss just to try the game out so wow on there we'll, like... we'll, we'll see yep and everybody's golf is cool. Uh, I mean, when me, you, and Paul played Des, I uh, just kind of sparked that interest, and I Fire, just huh? started to uh, start a new character. And man, today it was like I was sinking some like chip in eagles and going in, and um, thing, things are good on there. So I eagerly await once the uh, courses start ramping up and things get start getting a little bit crazy with the. Uh, putting greens and that kind of thing to you know maybe hopefully get my skill level up above and beyond even what i previously achieved with my prior playthrough back in like 2018 when i was like i was like really it was my therapy game back in 2018 because that's when i was going through my divorce and that was a game i like because of the fact that i was so busy like trying to move and take care of business that it was my relaxation game and so i just took that character i just deleted it and i'm starting fresh oh, cool. so um also had a chance to fire up and play a little muso so i played the uh samurai warriors 5 demo on the ps4 slash ps5 on there i enjoyed what i played so far it's uh you know, the graphical style is really good. It's cell shaded. It's super clean. Uh, I played a little Samurai Warriors 4, like I think in the last six months, just to, you know, ease myself back in the franchise a little bit. Uh, Samurai Warriors, if you don't know, can comparison to other Musou games, it's a little bit more faster pace on there. I just kind of feel like, at least what I've played so far is that I want to see a PS5 
specific version of a Muso game with the um, haptic trigger feedback specifically, because it seems like, especially with this particular demo, and what I played of it so far, it's just the, just the uh, combat doesn't seem as meaty and weighty as I would want it to be. It's like I'm rolling through, and I'm just like, you know, square, 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 triangle, and like sitting there, and I'm basically getting like combos up to like, you know, 1,500 dudes. I'm just slashing, and it's like, it almost feels like it's lighted in air. It's, it feels, doesn't feel weighty at all, you know? It feels like I'm messing with, a, I'm eating a bunch of pop chips, basically, versus wow. some kettle chips, if you want to bring it to potato chip metaphors for Muso. So it's like, yeah, I'm... I'm <laughs> Yeah, I'm still going to enjoy it. I actually pre-ordered the game. It's on its way. It's shipping from Target, and I'm getting it for like a reduced price because I got it on a buy two, get one free. So, so, and I am, you know, the save will carry over to the main game, so that's the reason why I was checking it out. And uh, I'll definitely let you guys know what I feel about it. I just feel, especially playing Fantasy Star Online 2 New Genesis for a while, that I feel like the combat in that's a little bit more meatier and a little bit more weightier. It just feels you know a little bit better at least so we'll see if i get further in the demo and or the main game maybe find a more of a like a brawler type character maybe that has more impact with their moves to see if maybe there's some variance in the different characters that you could play but on there but it's if you're in in the mood for muso and you want to give it a shot i would definitely recommend it i mean it's uh Beautiful looking game. It looks like you know, there's no slowdown from what I could tell running off the PS5 uh, on there, but it's all on like other sort other platforms, including PC and also Xbox. It's not on Games Pass though, so so you Xbox fans, you're gonna have to pay for it. So too out of your pockets, cut. But you know, you can play the demo. You could you could pretend pretend like it is on Games Pass. <laughs> Check out the demo <laughs> at least. So and maybe a hope of beyond hope that it comes to Game Pass in some way or fashion. It might be good for Tech McCoy to put it on Game Pass that way they could sell a buttload of those custom DLCs that they love to sell. So <laughs> on there. But uh, that's pretty much all I've been playing. So Kev, what you've been up to, what you've been playing? <laughs> Uh, so I've been playing a couple couple things. I've been playing a lot of Ratchet and Clank. I am oh. getting ready to take on Nefarious, so I'm about ready to wrap that up. And Ratchet and Clank has just been absolutely amazing. Um, I've got just about all the weapons. There were some some I guess some end of level weapons that just opened up. I went back and there's this thing called arena challenges that you can do. It kind of reminds me of, uh, oh gosh, what was that? Um, there was a particular Ratchet and Clank. I, I'm trying to remember it. A lot of people didn't like it. It was, uh, and it was basically the whole game was a re- arena, kind of like a, a horde mode. It was deadlocked. Uh, deadlocked, yeah. 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 Ratchet and Clank deadlocked. A lot of people didn't like that. Deadlocked is probably, up until I played this game, probably my favorite RNC. Um, I loved it, and the arena challenges are very much like uh, Deadlock. So the, it gives you a challenge; you have to meet it, and once you do, you're rewarded with uh, those gold gold bolts and 
uh, a heaping uh, heaping load of bolts that you need that you can use to uh, uh, build. <clears throat> I'm not build, but uh, buy new weapons. And I, wow, it, it's absolutely fantastic. So again, Ray, I'm in the uh, I'm on the last level for that game. So I'll be wrapping that one up. Been playing a little bit more Scarlet Nexus, not as much as I had anticipated. Uh, still enjoying that game, of course. Um, opened up my the character I'm using. I'm using uh, Yuto, the male character, and I've got his uh, move set. I'm starting to branch out in his move set, so I've got some special some some special actions that can take place in a uh, uh, if I execute a perfect dodge, uh, which is getting a little bit easier uh, now for certain. I'm starting to pick up on the tails of the uh, different characters, particularly the stronger, uh, like mid-boss type enemies and the boss characters. So I'm able to put in a little bit extra damage on them, uh, building up some rapport with uh, team members and getting some new functions and new, both new passive and active abilities there. So really enjoying uh, Scarlet Nexus, but the game I put the most into and was able to finish was Resident Evil Village. And wow. Um, I I wouldn't call myself a Resident Evil super fan, necessarily. Um, I played just about all of them. and But I think this one is probably my favorite of the group. Uh, it used to be... Um, nemesis but i think resident evil village has become my favorite the um the variance in enemies particularly when you're dealing with the lords of terror the 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 different place play mechanics that are involved as you go about taking them out uh, it's really the the gameplay is probably more varied than resident evil has always been uh, actually, I take that back. It's kind of like a tie between Nemesis and Resident Evil 4. I, I take that back. Let me correct that. I'm still team third person. Um, <laughs> but mm-hmm. I understand the transition from third to first. I, I definitely understand it. I think for the direction that Capcom was taking Resident Evil, I understand the the, the transition to first person. Would I have preferred it still being third person, the over over the shoulder? Yeah, but I definitely understand the transition to first because there is an element of suspense and terror that is employed um, with both seven, probably a little bit more so with seven than eight because seven is more of a survival horror game than Village is. You get a little bit more. You get a little bit more ammo. Um, get a little bit more. A, a lot more. Not a little bit, but a lot more weapon variants. And uh, the you're you're more encouraged to engage in confrontations. Uh, that's really you really kind of sort of have to do that because if you don't, you're going to run out of resources really quick and money. The currency, the, the the lei, which is the coinage currency of the uh, area of the country that you're in, in this game, uh, you need that. <laughs> you need a lot of it. 
in order to build up your arsenal and have a, a fighting chance against these things. So, but yeah, Resident Evil Village has just been fantastic. Uh, so I finished the game. Um, I don't know when. I'm definitely going to play through it again. Uh, and and this game it's it's never leaving my library. So, <clears throat> but it's just absolutely been fantastic. So I'm kind of thinking about what my next game I'm going to take on. After that, uh, I'm still sticking with uh, Scarlet Nexus, but I think probably the next game I'm going to start playing is probably going to be uh, Final Fantasy Remake. Um, I. I, I do have the integrate upgrade now, so I think I'm going to take on that, and that has been uh, on my backlog of shame for way too long. But me too. <laughs> so with the the PS5 specific upgrades that that game has received, I think it's time to jump into that. So I think that might be the next the next backlog game that I take on. So. I think our backlogs are probably better than any selection on Games Pass. So. <laughs> so, yeah. At least yours is. <laughs> yeah. I know, I know. But uh, that's all I have been playing. So, Dez, what you been up to, man? Um, well, the only thing, <clears throat> again, the only thing I really played this week was um, uh, PSO. Um, I was busy on a couple of other things. And like I said, it was really nice to just be able to put on PSO and just play a couple rounds with Joe and then go to bed. So I had a very light gaming week, um, though I did um, finally increase my my level to the level cap and am able to do in uh, at this current time in level content. So so for that, I'm I'm I'm. I'm happy because for, I'm getting to the to this newer content that was gated from me because my battle power was not high enough. So, so I'm able to do that with Joe, and it's um, it's been a lot of fun. But but yeah, that's that's been the most that that that's been the one thing that that I've played. Um, I need to get back to Monster Hunter Stories Two, as that's another game. But um, I. <laughs> Um, I'm having to, to fight for the uh, for the uh, switch right now because Paul got uh, Zelda Skyward Sword and so he's been playing a lot of uh, the switch right now. So so I'm like, okay, you know so as I've hogged the switch for like months, you know now he's finally got a game that he's like super excited to play. so I'm like, okay, fine, go ahead. <laughs> so is there an OLED acquisition in your near future? Uh, it's it's feeling <laughs> like it. Kev, it is definitely feeling like it. I'm like, okay, well, yeah, let's do this. Stories 2 is definitely calling to me, so Skyward Sword, plus, you know, everything else. Did you guys ever finish uh, Rise? Um, um, well, no, I never, I, I personally have never, I never beat the, the, the I guess the quote-unquote secret, the secret boss or whatever at the end of the game. I never beat him, or them, I don't know. I wouldn't mind going back. I mean, I, I last time I played is when that Friday night where Teostra was like through that comical list of errors between NPCs and us falling asleep. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> was yeah. So I, I'm still in that same spot. Like you know, six weeks later, however long it's been. But <laughs> you know, I'm not sure. Um, I still wanting to get my god tier. Like uh, like. 
longsword uh, armor set and kind of go from there. So if you do want to jump back in, Kev, just definitely let me know. I'll let you know. How about that? <laughs> yeah, as I've, I've, uh, yeah, I've, I've, I've done all I'm going to do in that game uh, with a great sword and bow. So I've got my meta sets for both of those. So I, I'm pretty much done. The only thing I still have to do is I have to kill uh, Zerifax or Xlax, whatever they call that that uh, <laughs> crimson wing dragon who's a who's kind of a punk. But uh, yeah, after that, then I could say I'm officially done. I, I'm considering myself done because I've done, I've I've broken hunter rank 100. No, I'm at hunter rank 100 rather, and killing Zerifax will put me over that. Uh, but yeah, I'm, I'm pretty much done. So just yeah. whenever you guys are ready to go back in, uh, I can help you do some stuff in that game. hundred is no joke, you know? No, it's not. <laughs> it, 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 it really is. Like isn't. that's hours of work. So yeah. Um, yeah. So unless we pick up another multiplayer game, maybe go back to Baldur's Gate, Dark Alliance. No. <laughs> no, I'd rather play mm-hmm. decent. Hmm? Yeah, the ascent's coming out pretty soon. So. Yeah, I'd rather play the ascent. Yeah, that's in a couple of days, isn't it? Or th- yeah, it's a couple three days, or four. Yeah. yeah, so I I'd rather play the ascent. So. Okay, all right. So Good Gerald, you, you can. Uh, unfortunately, I'm going to be deleting Dark Alliance off of my hard drive. So it, I know we. Oh, that thing been gone. It, yeah, that game has been gone. It, it, it hit the dusty trail a long time ago. <laughs> like, sorry, not sorry. When I couldn't even connect, I said, "You know what? If y'all ain't, if, if you guys don't care enough to put a, a working game on the store, I don't care enough to wait around to to, to see if it's ever going to work." So yeah, it's like you know, I'm like I'm out. Nope. But yeah, but that's all I've been playing. Okay. Well, all right then. So that's going to bring us to our next topic on the docket, which is going to be our main event. So with this, I'm going to pass the mic over to you, Des. All righty. So as always, first and foremost, I want to say thank you to everyone who took the time to write in uh, and answer our, our main event question. Uh, again, just to re- reiterate, this game or this uh, series, uh, this podcast uh, is community driven and we love to hear um, from our community. So please, at the end of the show, Kev will tell you how you can uh, join us um, and participate. So uh, the question that we asked was, uh, what are your thoughts on the Valve Steam Deck? Uh, you going to pass or grab? Let us know. So uh, El Chaffee on Twitter says, I, <laughs> I'm i in on getting one. I, I can now cash in on those Steam deals and possibly use Game Pass on it. That's true. You can. Also, I was never going to build a PC. <laughs> I mean, yeah. Yeah, uh, part of me, uh, because I built a pre-built PC, and part of me is like, like I'm not kicking myself that I did, but another part of me kind of is because I'm like, oh damn it, I could have waited. But, <laughs> but you know, it's again the the PC that I got um, runs like gangbusters, so I cannot, I can't, I personally can't be um, upset about what I spent my money on. Um, so, uh, yeah. Um, so uh, glovebox uh, at sorry glovebox hashtag three two two five on Discord says at this point I think I have to get one Steam Deck looks pretty promising and it does 
you know, it does given given its ability to run uh, Epic and and other systems. It's gonna. I mean, it feels like it's going to be uh, a real big game changer uh, in the gaming community, and I think Valve Valve is going to be the big winner. Um. Uh. So Alberto on Discord says. Uh, so I did put, I did put five on it because again, all you have to do is put five on it. Um. I really like that I can have my Steam library with me on the couch or in bed. Also have some options with the system, like running other programs, emulations. That's another thing. Emulations is going to be really dope on that. Um, I'm getting the top tier model. All right, big baller, get it. Let us let us know how it is. And uh, then on this, uh, on this Discord post, he did put some musical notes around the five on it too. Just uh, yeah, I figured, yeah, lost. yeah, <laughs> yeah. Because I, I was going to try to say something about Gabe Newell being down with like putting five on it, but I was just like, nah, nah, shaman, shaman Gabe or the Gabe the Gabe boy. Um, <laughs> um, I was like, eh, I don't know. <laughs> You're looking a little a little shaman like. So I'm like, he might be sitting in the back of his like mansion, you know, smoking dubs, being like, you know, got five on it. <laughs> so who knows? Uh Gerald says the uh, uh the Steam Deck looks promising for people that are, are gaming on the go. And also if they don't have a gaming PC, they can dock it. As for me, I like the idea, but I'm on the fence about it. I also want to wait to see if uh see the install base on it. I'm really curious to see how long it will be around, uh, meaning if Valve will keep the support in its long run. And that's a really good that's a really good thought though, because this is like I don't want to say that this is like an alpha, an uh, an alpha type machine. So I'm wondering if early adopting a machine like this is going to cause uh, a lot of headaches. And I think some people just have some people understand that. And if you're going to put your money down, you got to understand that there might be some bugs or some kinks in it. Um, and it might not be perfect out of the box. And that's just, that's just a, a, um, a risk for being an early adopter. So th there is that. Um, and, and you never know. I, I personally think this thing is going to, is going to do like gangbusters. It's going to, it's going to sell a lot. Uh, because I feel I feel that it feels a niche in the market for people like me and and people like uh, like El Chafe, you know, who was just like, we're not going to build gaming PCs. And sometimes, you know, PCs in the in the um, retail space can be a little misleading um, about what you're going to be getting. So you kind of have to do your research. And sometimes people are busy; they don't want to do that, and this kind of feels that fills that void for for them. And then Al, uh, Alberto responded to Gerald saying, "That's a concern for me too. Thankfully, my order is is for Q two, uh, 2022, and by then I'll have a better idea of how to of how of how capable the Steam Deck really is. That's true though, because if you're not one of the early or the first ones of that first batch." Um, you'll be able to see any problems that you have, and then you can just kind of like put that five on something else if if the technology is not there. So, so we I know we spoke a little bit about it last week, um, and I want to just kind of get your guys's thoughts on on it. Um, and 
I don't know if you have pre-ordered it, Kev, but I know Joe has. And so one of the questions that I want to ask Joe is why are you buying it? Like what's what are some of the the, the reasons why you know you put five on it? Uh, and and if you could share if you know uh, if you're going to be getting it in Q1 or Q2 of 2022. Uh, for me, it just gives me another way to play these games I have. Uh, like last time I checked, I'm in Steam right now, and I have 835 games on Steam uh, through, you know, whatever key acquisitions, Humble Bundle. Yes, we do. Thank you, Joe. <laughs> and so it's just... Uh, it's something to where, you know, I don't play as much as I would like on PC. And, uh, and because I've, I've spoke previously, like, you know, my gaming PC is where I work at and uh, I want to play on the TV and, you know, so on and so forth. So I think especially with the games I have in my backlog that I want to get to on Steam, a lot of it's like stuff like, you know, some jrpgs like the, a lot of the ease games on there some uh, trails in the sky like legend of heroes titles as well that i want to get into uppers you know and so i think a lot of those games are not going to be too graphical intensive so it's something to where if i want to you know play on the go i have the option to if i want to play in bed like you know like a good 3ds uh, like Dragon Quest game, I could do that, or I could dock it and play it on my big screen TV with no problem. And I know the way it's going to work, too, is that I should be able to move the save back and forth. So just in case if I do want to play on my desktop, um, I have the ability to be able to do that. Um, I don't know if you guys, we, we really talked about it, but uh, you're able to grab your save in the cloud and be able to go back and forth on this. So it's to me, it's just a really exciting proof of concept that I'm just eager to see how well they pulled off and kind of take it from there. So, cool, cool. Um, now, Kev, have you pre-ordered it? And 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 if not, like, what are your what are your thoughts on it? Are you gonna get it? Uh, I have not pre-ordered it, and I am. I'm probably gonna wind up with one, uh, but I do have one caveat. Um, see, here the thing is, is that I. I during the course of this uh, chip shortage and the COVID uh, uh, pandemic, I am just a hundred percent disenchanted with PC right now. I mm-hmm. I really am. I've been watching some YouTube uh, videos from you know cats like Gamer Nexus and uh, uh, not Linus Tech, but uh, oh gosh, I was about to name this other this other PC this other PC guy and they've been running the they've been running the the note crunching the numbers on some of these these high-end cards and not only are we getting screwed over by the scalpers we're getting screwed over by the card manufacturers themselves like the 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 the, the performance delta between the 3080 Ti and the 30 and the 3080 is like sub 1% but there's something like a two or three hundred dollar difference between those two cards that that is implemented by the manufacturer. Then you add into the in add into the uh, the price gouging uh, that's going on with CPUs and all this other stuff. And it's like you know what 
I'm getting 60 frames per second from my new consoles right now. Um, I'm I'm cool there. I, I mean, how much more 4K here? I mean, I, I still have a 1080p uh, display, but how much more 4K here am I going to get? You're not, you know. I'm getting I'm getting performance modes on these consoles. Uh, I can opt for 60 frames per second, which is the way I always go. And when given the choice, I always rock with performance with performance mode. And I'm not dealing with the with the price gouging. I'm not dealing with the uh, these hidden. I don't know if they're hidden, but I, these 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 component manufacturers have just been real shady. And the testing in these comp these components, because for me, if I'm going to put a, a gaming PC together, uh, I wanted I wanted to demolish the consoles that I already have. I mean, to me, there, there's no point in putting a PC together that that is on par with your console. That, that just doesn't make any sense. And the price to performance uh, delta that's there. To, in my mind, after play, after having the PS5, uh, it's not worth it. I mean, yeah, could I make a could I build a computer that 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 will uh, outperform the PS5? Absolutely. You know that those those 3080s, 3090 cards uh, will will definitely outperform it. Uh, will I get 4K 60 or or you know well 4K 120 is kind of a pipe dream even with these high performance cards, but you know, will I get a would I get a rock solid 4K 60 out of these out of these games? Yeah, but to me, why am I going to, why am I going to drop uh drop uh 1400 just on a GPU GPU alone to get that? It 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 is it just does not make any financial sense. So for me, I'm I want to I'm going to be getting the the Steam Deck. And my Steam library mostly consists of in, in interesting indies and PS3, Xbox 360 era games. So none of the none of the games that I'm going to be playing on Steam really would require a 3080 or a 3090 anyway. I'm not going to be if if I get Far Cry 6, I'm I'm playing it on PC. Uh, I, I'll be playing it on console. So. To me, the Steam Deck makes a makes a, a bit more sense. My only issue is that they're targeting uh, 30 FPS uh, undocked, which uh, is a little bit eh. I'm, I'm, I, I would I would have preferred to see 60 frames per second. I'm hoping that docked that this thing will crank out 60 frames per second, even with some some graphics or resolution uh, compromises if, if that's the case then then that's fine i'm going to be treating this thing like i treat my switch i'm never going to undock it i'm never going to take it take it mobile i'm never going to take it anywhere uh that that phase in my gaming life is over so i need to see this thing be able to run game 60 frames per second in dock mode uh, i don't care if it's 1080p 1440p you know, sub 4K, that's all well and that's all fine and dandy, but I'm going to need to see 60 frames, an, a 60 frames option out of this thing uh, before I commit to it. Um, my PC right now is a 1070 
7800K Intel i7. And at the time, it was it was pretty killer at the time. I, I think this PC now is going on four years old, three years old maybe. Um, and it was it was it was a solid mid tier build uh, or upper mid tier mid tier build. You know, so I got 16 gigs of, of the fastest RAM at the time uh, in it. So I you know. I, I'm always going to be able to have access to those to those high frame rates, even if I can't crank out higher resolutions. But I, I definitely need to see 60 frames out of this. So that's really my only my only caveat to the Steam Deck at this point. Yeah, I have a new story uh, uh, talking about frames for a second and all that. I know there was a lot of back and forth, even discussion in our Discord on it but uh, there was a recent article that came out i think yesterday talking about a little bit more so cool uh for me it really just comes down to am i going to use it and and the need for it um you bring up a really good um question kev about am i going to like it's not going to be doc like it's not going away it's not i'm not taking this anywhere it is home i play games at home i don't play them on the go you know so so that's a really good like thing that you got to take into consideration is is even though you can do it is that something that you're that's really you know a selling point for you you know and and looking at judging the value of a of, of a particular item is will always be you know in the front of my mind um and and what what are the plans like what am i going to get out of this that that will cause me to want to purchase this and all the things that i can think about are just things that i already currently have so this would be in the in that in addition to what i already have and it's not making enough of an impact at the moment to warrant me spending you know five six bills on it now again if this had been something that was my first computer my first entry into into uh, pc gaming then i would have most likely have been right with joe sp putting five on it <clears throat> but because i already spent money on a gaming pc and it is serving my needs right now i just don't think that it is worth it to me and by having said that i most likely will go to joe's house and I will play it at Joe's house and I will see how it runs. I think that's one of the best things about having, you know, friends who are, who are, you know, gaming aficionados or people who like gaming because you can kind of test drive this stuff. So I do like thank Joe for his service. <laughs> uh, I, I never answered your question. I am Q1 2022. So. Oh, there you go. So, yes. Yeah, so I'll be able to go to Joe's house and look at his uh his steam deck his his gabe boy and and decide um if this is something that i want to spend money on um hopefully it comes before your birthday that way i'll bring it up up there and well i have a quick question well, i have a quick question so are you this is for joe are you worried about um are you worried about uh forced uh, ob obsolescence from this from this machine by that i mean do you are you worried that um in two years you'll have to get the steam deck 2 
or 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 is that just not a worry for you right now? Uh, for me, there's enough games in my Steam library where I'm just would be perfectly fine playing uh, the games in my library because I would say. 95% of the games in my library are not just like Kev. I mean, you're dealing with indie games, you're dealing with stuff like Metal Slug, Market the Ninja, you know, like last gen, uh, AAA stuff, you know. So nothing's my, really pushing the pushing the system. Yeah, it's it's kind of filling that niche uh, for me at least on there where it's, you know, uh, just like if the Switch was going to fill that niche. And I think it has a higher fidelity, obviously, than the switch currently does and so i'll be able to play more of the uh last gen stuff that's on the go like you know for instance let's throw a game out here i have never played too much of dragon's dogma dark horizon uh, risen and then you know i could probably play that i could play any number of different games on it you know crash bandicoot is in my library too and i could play the insane trilogy if i want to you know so yeah, it's something to where if I'm going to play something, because I, I have a 1070, you probably, out of the three of us, Des, you have the best graphics card, which is ironic in itself, but... Wow. Mr. Uh, High Res Hater himself, which is G4 1660. It burns my there, eyes. So. I, I can't even look yes. at it. I'm just like, ugh. And then I turn on my switch. <laughs> I got I got a 1070. Kev has a 1070, so it's like uh, we're both uh, kind of in a mid tier rig at, at best right now. And uh, you know, as for the games I want to play on Steam, I'm not looking to go all cray cray either. So to me, I'm not worried about the Steam Deck uh, becoming obsolete. You know, obsolete for me on there as far as tech wise, because I'll be able to play my library pretty much should be pretty simply um almost like anything i want to throw on it i'll probably be able to play it so cool cool i mean i'm just i'm just more interested to see um how how the community is going to respond to it you know i will be watching numbers to see like pre-orders maybe i need to start looking at that now to see what the pre-orders are looking like and to see what um like how many sales like how many of these how many of these pre-orders are going to actually translate to actual like sales like dollars for for uh steam like because i'm really i'm really like interested to see you know because if this is a really good and people like really like really embrace this like i, I just want to see how the market is going to respond that's that's kind of where i am right now like i'm really interested to see how how the market is going to respond because this is this is pretty crazy when you think about it. Oh, right now, if you decide to put your five bucks down right now, it's Q2 2022 on the 64 gig and the 256 gig right now. And the same thing with the 512. So all of them are Q2 if yeah. you decide to put your five bucks down now or in later terms on there. So Yeah, but the, the cool thing about it is because it's all through it's all through Valve. Valve. Um, they can can they can basically determine what's going to be happening and what's what like they control the narrative and they control um like access and i think that's pretty cool you know you you know no amazon no nothing so i think that's a really cool cool a bit of a bit of ability to be like you know i can do what i want screw you jeff bezos stay in space for all i care you know so <laughs> so 
It's your so. rocket ship penis looking thing. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> I'm I'm also interested to see how this product is going to be viewed in the gaming PC space in general. Yeah. Because if this is if this if this product can be seen as a viable alternative to the domination of Windows in the game in the PC gaming space, because I believe this thing runs on Linux. Uh, I'm gonna. I'm really interested in seeing how many people uh, are going to be are going to be opting for either this. I'm going to assume that that this Steam Deck OS is going to be applied across the board on Steam, so that you'll have the option to get a a Steam Deck OS on your desktop if you want. If you just for you know just for that. And it's going to be interesting to see for those who are only building a PC specifically for gaming, if they're going to go the how much of a change uh, that's going to prompt to prompt from uh, for pulling people away from the Windows, uh, from the from the 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 Windows monopoly right now. <laughs> because, yeah. No, you, that's a really good point though, because people are all like, "Ooh, Linux is 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 it right now?" So. I'm I'm really, I'm just really interested. I, I think you know this came out of nowhere. A lot of people I think are skeptical. A lot of people are like, "Nope, let's do this," you know. Mm-hmm. And I'm really interested to see what comes of it. Like it's it's an exciting time right now. Um, people like Valve came out and was like, "We ain't, we ain't here to play, people. Like we we have something and we want to capitalize on it as best that we can." Um, and I think that this is the this is the proper way to do it. So I want to see how it handles the freeware because I've got a couple of games. Um, like I've got a believe it or not a Double Dragon WWE mix oh, version Lord. of Double Dragon. It, it's wow. fantastic. It, really? I, it, yeah, it it is fantastic. Now that you've got this a game, sounds PC, so weird. Yeah. It, it it basically combines the assets of uh, the arcade version of Double Dragon Two with uh, what was that WWF Slam Masters. So it it's the one where you it was that tag team game where you had to take on Andre the Giant and the Million Dollar Man. I don't know if you remember that one. Uh, but it's got those the graphics assets from that game, and they spliced them together. So as you're playing Double Dragon, uh, you can either be Billy or Jimmy. You can be uh, the Macho Man. You can be Big Boss Man, <laughs> Ultimate Warrior, Hulk Hogan. You know all you know these Golden Age, uh, uh, these Golden Age era era characters. I think there's they were the last time I looked on the website they were bringing Mr. Perfect and uh, even though he was never in the arcade version of that game but they're they're using that graphic style to bring him in and a couple other uh, wrestlers into it and dude that game is is I I I got that game right around the the pan, when the pandemic hit and. Uh, uh, we were we were on stay-at-home orders at work. I, I was playing that game every day, <laughs> and it's like ironically, you know, with my you know, oh, I've got I've got a gaming PC. I've got my Steam library. No, I was playing 
uh, Double Dragon, <laughs> the Double the Dragon free. Freeware, <laughs> the free Double Dragon game. I mean, I tell you, look into it. It is absolutely fantastic, absolutely fantastic. All righty. Well, it seems like that was a really good conversation about the uh, the the Gabe boy or Gabe Ware or whatever you want to call it. What was your Gabe Gear man? Gabe Gear. Gabe Gear. So. <laughs> Uh, I think that I, I I can't wait to see what people's like the reviews are going to be and what people are going to say about it. Like it just seems like it's going to be a really interesting uh, 2022 uh, with regards to Steam and everything. Because like you have to think about it. Like if you're able, like are they going to be giving discounts on games if you get them on this system? It's like I don't know there's just a lot of stuff that they could do. You know that that is just kind of like wow. So. But anyway, um, our next question for all you uh, fantastic listeners out there is, have you ever beaten a game? You know, and uh, if yes, how many? And what was the last one you beat? If not, why? Uh, why haven't you beaten a game? Too much, not enough time. Uh, kids got in the way. Um, let us know. Uh, because Kevin's over here beating games like gangbusters. And Joe and I are just <laughs> playing games just, just because. I don't know. Kevin's got an agenda over here, y'all. So <laughs> he's like, every time I talk to him, he's just like, oh, I beat this game. It's like, what? So I want to know, like, now's your time to brag. You know, what What was the last game you beat and how many games have you beaten? So get out your clipboards and your calculators and let us know, okay? So without further ado, I'll turn it back to, uh, to Kev. All right, all right. Thank you for that, Diz. So our next topic on the docket is going to be the news. So I'm passing the mic right over to Joe. All right, good deal. And first thing I want to talk about is what I referenced in our main event conversation about the whole 30 frames a second on Steam Deck on here. So um, this was uh, posted, actually updated earlier today. Valve has clarified what the company means by describing the Steam Deck as targeting 30 frames per second. Though some prospective Steam Deckers were concerned at the use of targeting, Valve's Pierre-Luc Griffiels uh, took to Twitter to emphasize that the hardware wasn't targeting 30 frames a second as much as suggesting uh, 30 frames a second as the minimum Steam Deck users can expect. On there, all the games that have been tested on Steam Deck thus far have reportedly consistently met and exceeded 30 frames a second, plus there's going to be an optional frames per second limiter to enable players to choose between frame rates and prolonging the mobile device's battery life. Um, uh, the 30 frames per second target refers to the floor what, what we consider playable in our performance testing. The games we tested and shown have consistently met and exceeded that bar so far, uh, he explained on Twitter. There's also going to be an optional built-in FPS limiter to fine-tune performance versus battery life on here. So, And um, also in more Steam Deck news, eBay has recently clamped down on Steam Deck scalpers. What? On there. Uh, they have uh, taken to eBay with their uh, $5 Steam Deck reservations, marking up the PC handheld by hundreds of dollars on mm. here. So, so there were multiple listings of the Steam Deck. On eBay at the time, all charging more than Valve's asking price. Some listings had the hardware up to sell for over a thousand pounds on here. This is an article That's from so Eurogamer. Sad. So, 
but eBay has now taken all those listings down on there. So uh, I guess in their pre-sale policy, all pre-sale listings must guarantee the item will be posted within 30 days of purchase on there. So, so, and uh, Digital Foundry did recently look at the Steam Deck, uh, calling them promising for gaming performance and storage options on there. So I haven't had a chance to watch that video yet, but uh, they're commenting saying that 30 frames a second is a base and that's not the end all be all as far as what they're aiming for. So, so Kev, I know you're one talking about and uh, kind of concerned about this uh, on the discord. So well, what's your thoughts on this? Um, that's, that's good. Uh, I, I like the idea that it's folk that, that this is focusing on the undocked, you know, comparing battery life to your performance uh, abilities and putting in some, uh, some controls there, but I need to, I'm since again, this thing is going to stay docked. I'm going to need to see some docked testing and I'm going to need to see 60 frames per second. And like I said, I don't really care if, if there are some graphic uh, compromises that need to be done because I'm not playing anything graphically intensive on my Steam library anyway. I think the most looking looking at my library after this uh, this year's summer summer Steam sale, probably the most graphical intensive game I have in my library right now is probably Dragon Ball Fighters. So, oh, you well, know, which, that's which not isn't a, graphically intensive. Yeah, like not, not even intensive anyway. So it's kind of like, oh well. <laughs> yeah. So, but I, I need to see, I need to see sixty frames out of this thing in dock mode. Uh, so hopefully, with it in dock mode, that it's going to be able to produce that. We'll probably get more testing. You know, sure as all get out that digital foundry and other places will probably throw up some like comparisons and showing the system both in you know portable and also in dock mode to see as far as how well things are running on there and knowing i know that we're not going to be running the most graphically intensive games on this thing on there you know can it run crisis yes it probably can run crisis but <laughs> i can't think of anything else on the pc side that's graphically intensive that uh, they would use as a benchmark on this thing on here possibly maybe the horizon zero dawn port or definitely um microsoft flight simulator i think probably will d from our discord and uh can probably attest that it is a graphical like you know beast as far as running that i only can imagine i don't know i can't imagine running microsoft flight simulator on a portable though (laughs) that would be yeah that's that's a little bit wild that's a little too wild for me (laughs) but i could imagine man man, imagine you throw that thing put it on the dock um and get your like hotess out and bust that out (laughs) i don't know you know can it do vr that's what some people were asking and curious about but it's probably not going to have enough uh firepower to be able to you know support i think that, that, but yeah this thing would be a lot more expensive if it could do that. vr yeah yeah and then besides you that, know, i don't know the viability of a handheld vr system as you take it to your friend's house that's kind of cool i mean i guess if you want to get a couple <laughs> rubber bands and just put the screen right on your face and then... <laughs> stop it don't give these people any ideas it's pretty damn wide, so you know they could probably pull it off. You know, man, that'd be that'd be some uh, that'd be some support if you could have Steam Deck. Could you imagine you know? that? Uh, like a, a a Steam 
uh, accessories to, to, to create VR on your Steam Deck. Hey, <laughs> you so could be, be a Labo. You could like convert the Labo on the Switch over to the Steam Deck. <laughs> Do it that way. So you're out of control, my friend. Got my cardboard. Got my cardboard. My black, black cardboard painted black. <laughs> there you go. Steam Deck right there. Steam Labo right there. You heard it here first, but yeah, we did have some comments on the Discord about this discussion. So Gerald had to add about this discussion. Yeah, I see you got to do at least 60 frames a second. This is kind of disappointing for me is what he had to say. And then uh, the aforementioned Will D uh, mentioned on Discord. I don't think uh, 30 frames a second won't be that bad on the small screen. Although I will say I cannot play first person shooters and or action games at 30 frames a second on a big screen anymore. It drives me nuts. So, and if I, if I was like having the top of the line PC, 30 frames a second would probably drive me nuts too. So, mm. you know, I'm thinking uh, from what we've seen is a difference in playing on PS5 and Series X for the, those of us hosts that are privileged to play Series X that we definitely see the fidelity difference on there and you know i wouldn't want to say like 30 frames are for peasants but at the same time i wow, I'd like <laughs> i do like my frames so so yeah just over here nope 30 frames get out of here <laughs> piff 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 indeed so but you yeah. know it's like it just goes I, I think it's it's just a good thing that we're we're even at a at a time where we can have consoles that can produce sixty frames per second. And yeah. for those of us who who, you know, again, man, my disillusion with PC gaming right now, and it really has nothing to do with PC gaming itself. It just has to do with the scalpers and these companies that are building these components. They're bending folks over. They're bending folks over in in the price in the price to performance area, and when you have, I'm 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 glad that there's channels out there like Gamer Nexus that are kind of crunching these numbers and say, hey, even without the scalpers, y'all are overpaying for these parts, and it just really kind of disillusioned the whole thing, kind of disillusioned me about the the level of greed. And I mean, it's in every corporation, you know, Microsoft greedy, Sony's greedy, Nintendo's greedy, everybody wants to get that paper. So I get it. But I mean, Microsoft's not greedy. They don't want to hold their hands and everyone sing Kumbaya. (laughs) Come on, get out of there. You're going to bring everything to games pass. and, And like, you know, you know, of course their fans are all, you know, saying that Sony is just nefarious for, you know, doing their, you know, cross-play stuff and whatnot. So. Yeah. Mean, meanwhile, meanwhile, we're being asked to pay $3,000 for GPUs. So yeah. y- y'all can mm. miss me with that. Mm. <laughs> All right. Well, enough said. Uh, next thing I want to talk about, um, EA Play happened. And so they did announce uh, quite a few things, but we're going to focus on a couple of things that were announced during the show on here. And lo and behold, the much lauded and uh, heavily rumored Dead Space remake is a reality. So uh, Motive is working on a uh, Dead Space remake. And supposedly uh, it's going to include content that had been cut from the original game. On here, according to an IGN interview with creative director Roman 
Campos Oriola, uh, original developer of Visceral Games, was forced to make changes to the game's initial plans due to technical constraints on there, but they're going to be looking at the original level design documents that um, be able to take a peek at their early plans on there, which changed on there. So they're definitely taking a look at the original level design documents for Dead Space and see what they could do to maybe uh, add it to this version of the game on there so and uh, if you hadn't known about the announcement they did announce that it is coming out remaked uh, on both pc ps5 and xbox series x and s there is no like you know um, xbox one or ps4 version of the game so it's going to be truly quote unquote current gen next gen whatever you want to call it on there so but uh there's no release date at the moment, but uh, it's going to be using the Frostbite engine. So we'll have to see how that kind of plays off. And they were talking about, quote unquote, raising the level of horror in immersion. Oh, gosh. Un unprecedented heights. <laughs> stunning visuals, audio and controls. That's right. So as long as you don't have to put your team through crunch for a year and a half i think you'll be okay I mean, we'll see maybe the horror would be the crunch that they have to do to reach these unprecedented heights of fidelity but <laughs> that remains to be seen but you know with no release date we'll have to see but i know a lot of people have been wanting to get this um play this and go back to the world of dead space and i think it's good that ea has dipped back into the well for this i think so because a lot of people thought that the kind of series rotted from the vine a little bit and or rotted from all the um all the focus testing they did with dead space 3 to make it a mediocre game at best so mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. <laughs> on there so they kind of let their baby kind of rot away a bit because of the fact that they wanted to try to make it a million dollar seller you know so but uh What's your impressions of this, Kev? Are you looking forward to this uh, remake? Yeah, it's a day one. I thoroughly enjoyed Dead Space 1 and 2. Uh, 3 was trash. Um, the And I think this is the best way to go about doing it. Because I, I was seeing a lot of folks saying, oh, you know, why don't they just go ahead and do Dead Space 4? You know, I'm, we're tired, tired of the remakes. I get that, but I think enough time has passed Uh between for for dead space that i think if you're going to introduce bring people into dead space into the series a complete from the ground up remake like this where they're able to do, do they where they can do the things that they wanted to do originally in in the planning yeah. stages for this game but were limited to the uh tech limitations at the time this is the way to do it I mean, you're going to be bringing in a whole new generation of gamers into the Dead Space uh, area. And because it's only for current gen, we're going to get an even better image of the original idea that the designers had for this game. I think this is the way to do it. So I, I would like to see them do this for... For I'm Obviously, they're doing it for one. I would be cool if they did the same thing for two. Uh, y'all don't have to give me three. Uh, y'all can y'all can do the the Dragon Ball GT method on on Dead Space Three. Y'all can just pretend it never happened. I would be absolutely cool with that. And the actual next Dead Space, you know, could just take place after two. 
that would be absolutely perfectly fine with me. So I think this is a great, a good way to do it. Do you think it's worthy of someone like myself that hadn't really played Dead Space at all, either one or two, to go back and play it before this remake comes out? No, no. I would say don't don't play if you have not played Dead Space. Wait for this one. Okay, so I, I do have it on PC. I mean, I could play it in probably the best fidelity at the time for it at least for it but mm, i don't know yeah, whether no. a 12 year old pc game uh would spoil it for me if no wait wait okay. do not do not i would if it were me i wouldn't touch dead space uh at all even if i even even on a high-end pc i want to see what because there's they're saying they're going to be bring in elements that were left on the cutting room floor because of limitations you know those limitations are no longer there uh, so I want to see what the original uh, intent for this game was back when they were designing it. So, yeah, you're not going to do yourself any favors by, by playing the one that the one that's out now. I don't think if if what they're saying is correct. Yeah. And we'll see. I mean, I got plenty of other backlog games to get to. So, you know, maybe I'll just hold and hold my horses on this one. So and I would ask you, uh, Des, but I know you're not a horror fan, so I know you're probably not stepping to any Dead Space anytime soon, right? Nope. But thank you for asking. And Dead Space is legit scary. That, yeah. yeah, that is Dead Space is legit scary. It is freaking terrifying. It's not, it's not no rinky-dinky PG-13 jump scare. No, no, <laughs> yeah. no, it is not. All right. And then another game that was announced during the EA Play event uh, had to do with a game from Codemasters. And so if you didn't, re didn't remember, uh, EA did purchase Codemasters in full. Uh, I know that the president of Codemasters and I think the uh, head the second in command of Codemasters both left the company, but uh, EA announced Grid Legends on here, a new racing game that's due out in 2022 on Xbox Series X and S, PlayStation 5, PlayStation 4, Xbox One, and PC. So it is for a current gen and prior gen systems on here. It's, of course, your usual driving as you uh, expect, but the involved story mode is all in FMB. It's all in live action from actors on there. So, and uh, they are featuring um, particular actors, including uh, Nutsi Gatawa, which I have no idea who that is, but uh, um, they're, they're going to script this thing out and have a storyline that you could follow on there while you play the uh, story uh, portion of the title on there. So, and I wanted to kind of get your impressions about this because I know the racing looks great on here, but are you looking forward to FMV story mode on this, Kip? <sighs> okay, so Grid Grid is the best racing game out there. I mean, uh, in my opinion, it it's... I mean, we're taking it is that perfect blend between arcade and sim, and we're we're pulling. Uh, 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 what's that one? Uh, that the other, uh, you know, a burnout out of the equation. We're yeah. pulling Ridge Racer out of the equation. Those are straight up pure arcade racing games. But for what people, when people say that Forza Horizon, uh, is the is the 
best representation of this type of driving game, I say, nope, it's grid. Particularly one and two. Um, I think two was a great representation of kind of like having a story mode. You always felt like you were striving for a goal. And they did that without any FMV. They did that without any actors. They did that with without pulling you too far away for the reason why you're playing a grid game to begin with, that being the driving. So as long as this FMV doesn't pull me too far out of why I'm playing the game, which is the driving. Now, now grid three is the is the least impressive of the of the series because they took all the story all the story out and you're just you're just racing for the sake of racing there's no story there's no rhyme or reason to why you're doing it a whole lot of things are open up to you right from the jump and i guess for those who don't who, who don't care about any of that stuff it's fine i mean grid 3 is a great controlling game it, I, I think it's just it controls just as good as as uh, Grid Two, but I didn't finish Grid Three because I was just going from race to race to race to race to race with no real sense of accomplishment, you know. So I do appreciate them building the putting the emphasis on the story mode with these live act these live acted. Uh, moments i don't want to play as any of these people i'll 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 i'm gonna put that out right now i don't want to be those people in the game i would rather have my own be my own driver create my own character and be working as part of a team that i selected as maybe headed up by one of those people yeah i don't want to play as them i don't i think that's the wrong that would be the wrong way to go uh, the way they described it via the press release, it says players are front and center in a fly-on-the-wall documentary that captures every moment on and off the track. Drivers encounter fierce personalities, internal team politics, and the infamous Raven West Motorsport, which hopes to take a six-world championship. So I guess... That sounds uh, interesting, I guess. Kind of? I don't know. The whole documentary thing kind of seems weird, but... Yeah, um, basically, I guess it's, um, it's quote-unquote developed using an innovative virtual production, which brings huh. players closer to the action. I guess you're going to get some drama for your mama between your races <laughs> on here as far as, you know, these teams battling out with each other, and you're just sitting there with fly on the wall trying to partake in this as well. I'm really curious to see how they're going to kind of incorporate you the player into the, all the storyline business on there, whether you're a part of the underdog team kind of making their way to glory and beating this uh, Raven West Motorsport and kind of going from there on there. So, so but, see that, uh, that's kind of how Grid Two was. It you were more like the you were like this up up and coming team that was making a name. You got a sponsor, and the sponsor would be like cheering you on and encouraging you. You know, not through acted out or cut acted out stuff or cut scenes but just audio conversations that your uh uh your 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 track 
communicator. I forget there's a specific name they have for these people in professional racing. It's escaping me right now. But your sponsor gives you after each race and kind of you always feel that there is a goal that you're trying to accomplish in grid two. And if they can incorporate that, like I said, I don't want to be these people, but if I'm on their team, I, I would like to see like maybe some interaction between my character and those, you know, those, those face of the team people, like maybe even some rival, oh, you're trying to muscle in on me. You know, I'm the, I'm the star of the team, that type of thing, you know, kind of get me into the story, but not pull me out of the reason why I'm playing a grid game to begin with, which is the, which is the racing. Oh, so. Hopefully it's like Netflix and Amazon prime video type production and not, you know, straight old, like straight to video, like FMV command and conquer from back in the day or something, you know? So I think these people, the people that they're using, um, uh, are, are are noted actors yeah in, they are particularly in british in british television yeah so the uh, none of the names ring a bell ring a bell for me but um I, I i think that's fine i think that 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 that's a great way to do it but just don't pull me into this where try to pull me into this where i'm forgetting the reason why i'm playing a grid game to begin with but i i'm 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 hyped i when i saw this i was like yes i'm getting another grid game so uh i was looking forward to that i mean the, when they had when they had like semi trucks in there with formula one race cars in that one scene i was like okay i'm in i'm i'm in yes because if this thing con controls like grid one and grid two did and, and grid three then yeah this this is going to be this is this is my racing game it, it ain't forza motorsport it, it, it ain't gran turismo it ain't none of that it grid grid is where it's at for me uh when we're t when we're pulling pure arcade racers out of the equation gotcha and probably it's going to be like uh, wait and see for me i have grid three which is the like i think they relaunched it just by naming it grid on here and um i haven't played it yet so i mean me and racing i'd rather play arcade racers all day long but uh you know it's, there might be some uh, something of value for me to kind of grab from it so I know it's not a, it's not a sim it, it, yeah. it's not a sim it is that midpoint it, it just does it better than forza horizon does it, gotcha. it, yeah so it's more it's more arcade than sim on the control front and you don't have to worry about at least in grid one and grid two uh because i've got both of those on pc you don't have to worry about oh i gotta adjust my suspension i gotta adjust this i gotta you know you, you know there, none of that stuff is in those games so i'm hoping that maintain that remains the same uh but it is more it leans more toward arcade controls than it does sim so yeah you're going to have to break around turns but you can power drift around a turn and not lose a whole lot of speed at the same time which oh uh, good know, deal yeah. it's, it's not it's not rubber band ridge it racer, is but <laughs> yeah there's rubber banding for the first one was definitely rubber banding uh, um it's been a while since i played the second one so i can't remember how the uh well for both of them uh, but I remember specifically in grid one, particularly when you graduate to the supercars. Yeah, the rubber banding was was, was kind of hard, hard and heavy. 
once you got into the supercar class in that game. But uh, I, I'm I'm hopeful that this game will kind of resolve that. But I would suggest you check out Grid Three just so you can get a feel of how this game how this game controls. Now, I I think you'll I think you'll find it I think you'll be pleasantly surprised by the by the control aspect of the game. Yeah, I might fire it up. I have it for both PS4 and also on Steam. I got it as part of a humble bundle at one point. So so probably Steam would probably be and PC would probably be the better way to go on there unless it's uh unlock frame rate on the ps5 version i'll have to double check on that as well so and des i know you're not big into racing but anything you have to add about the grid legends being announced no i've never really played a grid game um i will most likely watch gameplay and see how you guys are um liking it and then then decide then i mean that's kind of how i got into destiny so we'll see all right good deal and last episode i talked about uh kind of in passing right before the end of the show into the new segment that uh, there was a new tom clancy game uh kind of set to be announced the following day the day that we recorded and lo and behold it was announced and uh, they announced tom clancy's x defiant on here so it is a 6v6 free-to-play first-person shooter on there uh that mashes up factions from ghost recon the division and splinter cell so and so yeah i I was just kind (sighs) of looking at this video it's a uh ubisoft calls x defiant a high octane arena shooter playable solo or with friends that have an irreverent and rebellious take on the normal series Tom Clancy vibe alongside realistic gunplay and personalized classes in the form of factions on there. I know during the video, they said, we're concentrating on the gunplay. We have punk rock attitude. <laughs> and I don't know. This thing, this thing seems like it's test marketed to hell. Probably. Oh, gosh. On here, this but, thing uh, has Mountain Dew sponsorship just dripping all over it. Oh, yeah, gosh, yeah, this you, is, do, this, you do play four factions in the game. There's one faction from Ghost Recon, the Wolves, uh, there's another from Splinter Cell, the Echelon, which are a support type class, and then there's two um classes from the division. So you got both the cleaners and the outcast on there that are included. So, and uh I guess all the factions have a number number of different selectable characters known as Defiance, each with their own set of skins. By now, that players can use to customize their appearance on here. And they'll continue to add new Defiance, factions, abilities, maps, modes, and more as the game evolves on there. So, And, and to me, they brought this guy, Mark Rubin. He was a guy that was with Activision previously. He worked on a, num- a number of Call of Duty titles on here. So he's over at Ubisoft now uh, trying to, you know, obviously bring in that uh, winning formula for people that love their first person shooters on here. So and, uh, you know, add to the punk rock attitude <laughs> that they bring to the uh, table. And I don't know about this stuff. So uh, what oh, do you, what do you get? This is a hard path. What is the name? It's not Fortnite. What's that other one? Uh, something is it? Something Legends. Apex it's Legends. The, Apex Legends. Yeah, this is this is Tom Clancy Apex Legends. That, that I, I 
are people is this really and I guess we'd have to ask people who are into Tom Clancy games is this what y'all want uh, people have been dying and begging for a new Splinter Cell for years. Yeah, and a day. <laughs> so this is yeah it's like where Splinter is Splinter Cell? Cell? Uh, where Prince of Persia is down in the in the in the d- <sighs> deep dark basement on there. It's in some Daryl's mini storage, basically of IPs, <laughs> buried in the back. You know, uh, so no, it's it's a touchy subject. You really shouldn't bring it up. You're gonna start crying. You really shouldn't. Yeah. This so is I, just like, is this what y'all, I mean, y'all, those that play the, like, the tactical FPS in the Tom Clan, what, what is it, Ghost Recon, yeah, uh, or Ghost Recon. Uh, Rainbow Six, Rainbow Six this, yeah. is this what y'all want? Uh, I find it hard to believe that this is what y'all want. I, maybe I'm wrong. This is cod in a in a Tom Clancy shell with like green paint thrown on the top, basically. And it just, and it's just like, I'm expecting to see, like, like a season sponsored by Mountain Dew and Red Bull and all it's this this thing this just makes me sick just looking at it. It, it, it I just cannot believe that Tom Clancy people want this yeah and they are coming out the beta is coming out on PC on August the 5th uh, for PC but they are going to have eventually seven maps three different modes and it's going to be on everything it's going to be on ps4 5 xbox one series x and s pc amazon luna and stadia <laughs> i tell you man ubisoft yes ubisoft the most the most consumer friendly software developer out there because they're guaranteeing i ain't buying nothing that they put out anytime <laughs> soon thank you for saving me money y'all yeah, Assassin's Creed Infinity, you know, everything uber duber, and now this, it's like, come on. And then I know there's that Division Heartland free to play game that they're bringing out as well. So it's like, uh, I guess they're saying goodbye to box products. They just want everything to be free to play for some reason. So trash. <laughs> <laughs> like anything to add, Des, above and beyond what we added? <laughs> No, but I I'm not gonna buy it. It just seems terrible. It just seems terrible, terrible, terrible. Uh, no disrespect to folks that like this stuff, but <clears throat> this is just not for me. It is just not for me. So I don't think it's you. for any of us. But uh, you know, yeah. hey, it's free. You want to play it one one game night or something, Des? Uh, no. No. Okay. I mean, just because I would, it's free I would doesn't make go it. Go back to that D and D game before I boot this thing up. <laughs> Yeah, but again, oh, okay. just because it's free doesn't mean that it's that that it's that that you should play it. I mean, oh, I know. You gotta invest your time to download it and fire it up and actually give it a shot. So, and so there's a also in other news, a couple of games got a next gen upgrade for free. Uh, so if you're looking to maybe play some new games on your current gen consoles and maybe you have a backlog of some sort. Uh, Sniper Elite 4 uh, did get a free next-gen upgrade for PS5 and Xbox Series X and S. There's full 4K resolution on both, uh, faster load times, and 60 frames per second support on there. And uh, they also have updated Shadow of the Tomb Raider as well. So the last Tomb Raider in the trilogy um did get a surprise update that added 4k resolution and 60 frames on playstation 5 um if you upgrade the game on series x or s they have the optimized for series x and s tag 
on the game now on there. So just in case if you haven't played these games yet and looking for something to play, you know, while you know these uh, companies are working on current gen titles for your new shiny consoles on there, definitely take a look at both. Any excitement for any of these two, or is something going to go back and play in your backlog at all? Anyone? Uh, Shadow, the, Shadow the Tomb Raider was fun. You know, I would definitely will, will think about playing that one because I like the new I like the new Tomb the new Tomb Raider games. So, um, yeah, I mean, I probably would would play that, but and maybe Sniper Elite Four. I don't know. I mean, I kind of liked it. Uh, we uh, enjoyed Zombie Army trilogy and also yeah, Zombie. That's the same people. Army so. Four, yeah. So it's pretty much the same, almost the same gameplay mechanics in there just in a more of a single player type thing so and it's def- definitely something i know sniper early four i believe is on game pass and i know rebellion knowing them they have tons of season passes to sell so i'm thinking it's worth for them to put it on the current gen consoles because they could sell more dlc basically so it's a lot of the ins and outs with that so all right, and then I got one last news story I kind of wanted to talk about. Uh, this is something I kind of good old Kotaku uh, had to made, made a mention of this, but this has to do with a game that both me and Des know very well called Fantasy Star Online 2: New Genesis. But uh, Sega just recently, two weeks ago, uh, made a like update to the game, and uh, there is this NPC for whatever reason, uh, a robot cast that was titled. His name was Digga on here and they, <laughs> uh changed his name to exitor on there so <laughs> so and literally um i was checking this out and looking, looking at the comments about this because um when they translated this from japanese to english they literally translated this this uh character's name correctly from the japanese basically yeah his name was digga with the h on there and he's uh i can't believe you're bringing this up mpc that i can't believe you're bringing up the the digga what up my digga not for you bringing up the digga well it's it's kind of funny but that this mpc puts you on um certain quests to go out and dig for minerals and one of the minerals in the game is called dulomite on here so <laughs> a lot of people were kind of saying okay what's up with this digga and this dulomite thing <laughs> so so thinking about rudy ray moore and the flesh on there so why you gotta why you gotta bring up the, the, is digga the, the an digger. artist is digga an artist does he draw does he paint uh, no he does not paint. No, okay. he, he just, likes he, he likes get, minerals. Get minerals for him. Yeah. <laughs> Does he have a little brother named Michael? No. <laughs> no. And, uh, well, according to what the um, go, notes, the up, update <laughs> no, notes said, it corrected NPC names that were determined to be inappropriate as character names. So, so Sega is sensitive. You know, they don't want to be a. <laughs> seen as being a racist at all or even the hint of being racist so can't <laughs> don't know my but yeah no they they st- still have not changed the uh, minerals name in the game so dulomite remains uh the purple mineral to upgrade equipment in fact i need more dulomite as we speak so. 
that purple doolamite. Let's make, make purple drink out of it. Yeah. Oh, it's purple too. Oh it's purple. man. Oh. Yeah, it's purple. Yeah, it's purple. <laughs> yeah. It's bad. Okay. But, uh, I don't know. It's just... I'm sorry. I I I think this is hilarious. I I honest, I really do. It. <laughs> I don't know, man. Maybe, 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 maybe I, 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 I got my SJW card revoked, but I, I think this is just absolutely hilarious. <laughs> I'm halfway. I, I halfway wish Sega didn't change anything. This is just. This is just hilarious. This is hilarious. Oh man. Yeah, uh, I guess the Japan, name is, is... You never let me down, Japan. <laughs> Actually, um, I was looking in the comments and they said this Japanese name is actually uh, Dig Hole, basically, but they changed his name in the in the English version to Digga. So, but they could have named knew him what Dig they were Hole. Doing. They knew what they were doing. I mean, don't don't. It's like no, no, y'all. I know y'all are island that that you know that it that is uh, 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 mono ethnic for the most part, but no. We got the internet. Y'all know what's going on in the West. Y'all knew what you were doing. <laughs> don't give me, don't give me that. Well, they they have corrected it now. So with your purple drink, with your purple drink minerals <laughs> that you gotta go collect. Y'all ain't fooling nobody. But now he's known as Exodor. So I guess if you didn't play the game at the beginning, you missed out. So. <laughs> Man. And that's all the news I have well, for this well, episode. Well, you, you all right with me, Sega. I don't care what they say, right? Sega knows what's up. You all right with me. You, I, I don't play the game. The game ain't for me, but you you all right in my book. All right. <laughs> all right. Oh, God. You okay, Joe? I'm fine. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm gonna be laughing about that all night. That's why I brought it back up. We haven't talked about it with Kevin yet, so. Why? Well, I, I was just like, we're really talking about this. I'm like, okay, it's a slow news week. Uh huh. Uh, no, I just wanted to bring it up at some point. So. Oh my god. This, this, I would rather talk about this in Activision. So thank you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, no, we're not we're not talking about no Activision, Blizzard, Diablo, you know, um, acting bad and toxic environment. I mean, uh, all I can say about that is blow blow the damn corporation up and do some do whatever changes you need to do. And these poor ladies and even men getting sexual harassed behind the scenes. I mean, it's just it is what it is, man. Just yeah. a bunch of crap, a bunch of crap. So, you know, we'll talk about on GH Radio plenty, but uh, GH Radio, unfortunately, right now is on a temporary hiatus at the moment. So, but uh, yeah, hope everything goes goes good. Yeah, we'll see. All right. <laughs> okay, contact. You can reach our show at gamingvessels at gmail.com that's the email you want to use if you've heard something that you want to respond to or if you yourself would like to be on our show as a guest and let your opinions of our favorite hobby of video gaming out to our listeners you're going to want to send an email to gamingvessels at gmail.com 
On social media, you can find us on Twitter at Gaming Vessels. And individually, we have our own social media accounts. But before I do that, I would be negligent if I did not uh, mention our Discord server. Uh, our Discord server is is hot, y'all. It, it, I, I'm, I'm having a lot of fun over there. A lot of lively discussions, uh, differing points of view on gaming. Everybody's respectful and friendly. Uh, I would encourage you, encourage you, encourage you, if you are a fan of our show, if you're listening to our show, you dig the content that we're putting out, hit us up on Discord. There is no waiting period. There is no approval process that you need to go through. You just click the link that you can find in whatever podcast aggregate that you use or on our Twitter, on our on our uh, Gaming Vessels Twitter page. Click that link and you're automatically in. Um, I know all the content that I would normally be sending to Twitter I sent it to our Discord server uh, to spawn hope to spawn conversation and discussion over there because in case you haven't noticed, Twitter is kind of a dumpster fire right now. Maybe it always has been, but <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know. I don't know. But uh, yeah, uh, but individually, we also have our own social media accounts. I can be found on Twitter at Shonuf71, that's S-H-O-N-U-F-F, the number 71. PlayStation Network, I'm Shonuf7, same spelling with the number 7 at the end. On Xbox, I can be found at Shonuf071, same spelling with 071 at the end. On Steam, I am Shonuf71, same spelling as originally, and my Nintendo Switch friend code is 7658-2155-3309. So, Des, where can folks get a hold of you at, man? All right. You can find me on Twitter at TheNemo6, T-H-E-N-E-M-O-S-I-X. Uh, you can find me on PSN and Steam uh, at NemoTigger, N-E-M-O-T-G-G-R. That's on both. And you can find me on Nintendo. My Nintendo friend code is 5280-6674. Four five one nine. And as always, please, if you contact us on these platforms, let us know how you heard about us, mention the show or something, because we want to talk to people, not bots. So please, please, just uh, let us know how you how you heard about us or, or where you found out about us. Uh, Joe, where can people find you, buddy? Uh, PSN and also Steam. I'm under the username Kamunagara, K-A-M-U-N-A-G-A-R-A. On Xbox, uh, same username, Kamunagara, K-A-M-U-N-A-G-A-R-A, with 6995. You can join me and Dez as we uh, explore the world of Fantasy Star Online 2, New Genesis. And Get, your Get your purple drink. Get drink. <laughs> your purple drink. Your purple mineral drink. <laughs> and then my... <laughs> One thing in the article I didn't bring, and I don't hate to interrupt my user contacts, but the, sorry, uh, I have time. Sorry. The the robot's coloring is brown, so <laughs> figure figure that one out. So. They knew what they were doing. Let's just be honest; they knew what they were doing. They were they they were in full of their capacities. Full, they knew what they were doing. So we'll just leave it at that. All right. My uh, Nintendo friend code is 47125953 And then you can hit me up on Twitter at Joe Fungle. I'll be on there forwarding contest entries, as always, to both Desmond and Kevin's attention on there. Hopefully I win. I've been on a very 
dry losing streak as of late. But, uh, you know, I have one before on Twitter. That's why I continue to do these entries. So. Yeah, you you won a couple times. Yep. Never shared it with us, but thanks. <laughs> Anywho. No problem. Yeah, if I get a code, you know, yeah, I'll, I'll keep. I don't know if it'd be some purple drank, but yeah. <laughs> I think we're done here, Kev. <laughs> I wonder if they, I wonder if they should get they should get that content sponsored by Drank. Yeah. <laughs> oh man! All right, folks, that's going to bring episode one thirty two to a close. We want to thank you for hanging in there with us and and uh, listen to our show, of course. Uh, we would we would be we would be nothing without our listeners. A special shout out to every folks that are downloading the show. Special shout out to those who are participating on our Discord channels. Uh, we appreciate y'all. I don't I don't ever want an episode to go by without us uh, saying thank you to to those of you who are listening. Uh, we appreciate you. Uh, we dig the the community that you are building for us. Um, you know, special shout out to all of y'all. Y'all, y'all, y'all are great. You got, you guys are the, you guys are are the gaming community as far as I'm concerned. And like, oh, the rest of that stuff can, <laughs> can can burn to the burn down to ashes as far as I'm concerned. As long as we got y'all, we gonna be good. So, all righty for Des, aka the Bay Area Terror, aka the High Res Hater, aka the cat daddy, aka gamer step daddy, and for Trader Joe, who can help you maximize your gaming dollar. This is Shonuff71 saying we'll be back next week with a new show. Peace. Get your drink.